Welcome to episode five of the Teacher Innovator podcast. In this episode, we are discussing why it's okay to go ahead and grieve the school year. Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, Innovation Learning Coach, and I'm a part of a group of innovative educators who are looking to transform the way our students learn and in the process, rediscover our joy of teaching. This is the start of a new conversation about meaningful innovation that authentically transforms the way we teach. Innovation is not something we do, but rather is a way of being. We are teacher innovators, and there has never been a more exciting time to be an educator. I'm glad you're here. not the episode I had planned for episode five. But given everything going on right now, I thought it was an important message to share. Because at the time of this recording, just two hours ago, our state governor had closed schools for the rest of the year. Now, I know some states have already announced. Some states are still closed just through April. But we're all in the state of flux. <laughs> uh, there is nothing about this that any of us have planned or even prepared for. So this is just a raw uh, episode here. I'm just going to make my way through it. But I just wanted to reassure you that it's okay to go ahead and grieve for the school year. Like I said, none of us planned for this. And With the closing of schools for the school year, there may be a lot of emotions that come up, Um, a lot of maybe anger, sadness, and anxiety. And while I am not a therapist, I am not a counselor, so um, if these become real big emotions for you, I do suggest you go seek help in your area. But I do just want to overall say it's okay to to grieve and be sad and process the feelings of the school year closing. But here is the thing. We can't stay stuck in our sadness, our fear, our anxiety. Our students and parents, they are looking at you as the leader and to help guide and navigate through all this uncharted (laughs) uh, waters. So you as the educator, as the teacher innovator, it's going to be important to go ahead and grieve and process the feelings of the school year closing. But we need to move through those feelings and come out on the other side so that we can help be the leaders that help support our students and their families. So these are just a few tips on how to move through this grief. Now, once again, I want to clarify, I am not a grief counselor. So these are only my um, interpretations or uh, my suggestions on just a few ways to help process these feelings. So once again, I am not a grief counselor. Okay, so the first suggestion 
is feel the feelings. Don't try to brush them off or put them away for later. Actually, if you are feeling sad, let the tears flow. Let them out. If you are angry, punch the pillow. Not your spouse, but the pillow. Um, You really want to get these feelings. Let them come out. Don't keep them bottled inside as you're trying to put a brave face on for your students and your families. Let your feelings out in the privacy of your own home so that you can process through these. Um, Other great ways is journaling, writing, uh, drawing, painting, going outside, getting in the gardening. Find something that you really enjoy doing that you can kind of lose yourself in like gardening and journaling and all of that so you can begin to process what you are feeling because as I said it's okay to have these feelings we just don't want to stay stuck in our feelings okay my second suggestion is to continue to love on your students now this one I know you already are doing it, but continue to build the relationship with your students. We still have a few weeks, many weeks, depending on uh, the end of your school year. So even if you are not back in the physical classroom, you still have opportunities to make connections with your students. It just may look a little different than how you originally thought. So you can um, just little simple stuff to show you care, whether it's like mail them a letter, mail a postcard. Um, I saw one online where the teacher actually mailed a hug. She like outlined her arms and her torso and head and then sent that as a hug in the mail. I'll try to find a link to that post and put it in our show notes. You could um, drop off a letter or put a sign in their yard, whatever you can do. Or maybe it's just an email or a personal phone call, but just something you can do to still reach out and build the relationship with the students you still currently have. My next tip is do one thing to move forward. So as we start to process and work through your feelings, you want to continue to move forward. So how can you um, not only keep your students, keep them learning, but keep yourself engaged? What is one thing you can do to just move forward? Don't get bogged down in thinking of, oh, and getting overwhelmed. We talked about that in episode four, but don't get bogged down in, oh, now I have to do all this all the way through the end of May or end of June. Um, Just rather than getting overwhelmed with the big picture, just focus on what you need to do next. And maybe that is take a little time for yourself to process your feelings. So just ask yourself, okay, what is one thing I can do to move forward and help my students move forward? My next suggestion is begin to look for new opportunities. So we do have a unique opportunity here for the end of the school year. Now, I don't have to tell you that most of the times in fourth quarter, it's filled with our standardized testing, it's filled with field trips, all kinds of different ways that um, 
fill up our school day and different ways for students to learn. I know a lot of times, even in my own schooling, fourth quarter was when you got to do the really fun and engaging hands-on projects, which really should be going on all year, but we won't go there in this episode. So think of what opportunities can you really give your students to get them engaged, empower them in their own learning. Maybe you get to do some more inquiry or um, passion-led projects where the students get to pick the topic and research it and share with their classmates in various ways online. So there really is an opportunity here for new, unique ways that you can to focus on a student-centric type of learning experience where you are actually looking at the student's individually and allowing them to make some choices about what they want to learn about. And my last tip is be in gratitude with where we're at. And I also talked about this in episode four, but it's okay that the school year has not gone the way we planned, but there are so many great things going on. So just stop, look around, and what can you be grateful for in this moment? And share it with your students. If you share about how you are being grateful, and you could even share with them that you journal in the morning, or you take pictures of things that make you happy, or if you really love cats, you can share your favorite cat video with them. But just share the things that you are grateful for and that bring you joy. And by modeling this to your students and their families, it's going to help them look for those moments of joy, of being grateful, and those moments of wonder. Okay, this episode, I'm going to keep it real short and sweet here. And I just know that it's okay to grieve this school year because it did not go exactly as you had planned. <laughs> none of, As I said in the beginning, none of us could have predicted this. So it's okay. You can take the time to process your feelings, but don't get stuck in your feelings. Don't get stuck in the sadness. Don't get stuck in the fear. Don't get stuck in the uncertainty or anxiety. And once again, I am not a grief counselor. And if you are feeling like this, it is overwhelming you and that you do need additional help, then please seek out additional help in your area or online. So, um, and you can probably contact even your administrator if you need support that way too. So I just want to make it clear, feel your feelings, but work through them. If you're finding you can't work through them, then definitely do get some help to help you get through those. Okay, and just know one thing I am grateful for is for you taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it helps. And you know what? We still have many weeks left here in our 20 or our 2019-2020 uh, school year. And we are going to end it the best way we can. Happy innovating. If you found this episode of value, please leave a five-star review as that helps us reach more teacher innovators like you. Thank you so much for listening.